Les's League. Oh, welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's go through the Sunday Slingers for Round 5, the last two games of Round 5. We'll go through the first one being the Sharks v. the Warriors. And wow, what a game this was. In a game where you thought that Nico Hines was going to kick the winning penalty goal, he didn't. And Sean Johnson did. The Warriors won by two points against the Sharkies. That was the, probably the biggest comeback I think we've seen uh, from the Warriors, especially over the past few weeks, was definitely one of the club's biggest comeback wins. Obviously, the Warriors as well, you know, they started off the game making 60 more tackles than the Sharks, obviously defending, defending, defending consistently. Uh, and the Sharks started off the game really strongly as well. Obviously, Molotalo and Sione Katoa obviously crossed through a simple backline movements, and Teg Wilton opened up the scoring first. First, obviously, via a Nico Hines kick. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the Sharks, they were definitely on a roll to start this game. Then, obviously, Wade Egan, he finishes off a Sean Johnson kick to get the visitors on the board. Ronald Volkman then, obviously, goes off the field for a HIA. And, and Will Kennedy, he takes advantage of that and, obviously, uh, strolled over on the right edge for a try. The Warriors hit back then again through Murata Niakore on the right edge. Then Niakore spends the rest of the first half uh, in the sin bin, obviously, due to an alleged hip drop tackle on CSC Fatalakai, probably getting a suspension for that one. Uh, Niakore's absent was not felt, however, with the Warriors striking again through Johnson in a clean drop by Militalo. was picked up by the former Sharks playmaker, to run to the lines. Obviously, Sean Johnson grabbing a try there. Uh, an error from Talakai, who failed to play the ball correctly, opened the door for the Warriors to pounce again. Uh, and slick play on the right edge enabled Edward Cozzi uh, to charge over the line with 26 minutes left. Molotalo then scored his second try of the game on the left edge. Obviously, Chance didn't get to the ball in time. Molotalo did and scored a try. Uh, and it sort of gave the Sharkies a bit of breathing space. But obviously then, um, Curran, he scored a try and he leveled the game. Obviously, then for Sean Johnson to kick the winning goal, 32 to 30. And the Warriors only had 42% possession of the ball in the first half as well. I mean, that is a massive effort there. And they managed to even the possession up by full time. I mean, that just shows how big of an effort this was by the Warriors and how big of a comeback it was as well. It was their first win at Points Bet Stadium since 2015. And I think the Warriors can't win, win away from home. That stigma for me is is gone. I think they definitely can. Um, and they've proven that over the past few weeks as well. They've had some really solid games, the Warriors, and they are in some pretty good nick to go into the next few weeks as well. And obviously they're second on the ladder now, I believe as well. So a massive effort here from the Warriors and definitely not how we saw them starting the season, but very happy to see the New Zealand Warriors playing some good football. And Sean Johnson, an absolute masterclass from him. Really solid game from Sean Johnson to get uh, the Warriors the win here over the Cronulla Sharks. Uh, you know, for the Sharkies and the losing side as well, Nico Hines, he played really, really well for me. Uh, scored a ton of super coach points as well. 102, I think it was, for Nico Hines. Um, a really solid game there from him. I think that it was really unlucky that the Sharkies, they didn't get the win there uh, at the end of the day. It was unfortunate that um, Nico Hines couldn't level the scores at the end. And yeah, the Warriors, a big win for them, a massive win. And, and credit to Sean Johnson and the coaching staff as well. Andrew Webster, he's done a fantastic job. 
over the past few weeks, the opening weeks of the competition, and so have the Warriors boys as well. You can't, you know, fault the efforts of Adam Fanua Blake and the Ford Pack as well for the Warriors. Uh, the Ford Pack is doing great things for the Warriors, and, you know, you've got to credit the rest of the team as well. Their back line solo, their forward pack solo, and Sean Johnson having a really strong few weeks of football. So awesome stuff there for the New Zealand Warriors. And then if that wasn't enough to finish round five, the Bulldogs for the Cowboys, what a game that was. Obviously, Canterbury secured their best start to a season since 2016 with Matt Burton uh, kicking that field goal and golden point in the ceiling. A remarkable 15-14 comeback over the Cowboys at Accor Stadium on Sunday night. How good was that? Uh, a 79th minute try from Josh O'Carr. It set the game into golden point. Then Burton kicks the field goal uh, with less than 10 seconds left in the first half of extra time. So awesome effort there, sorry, um, from the Bulldogs. And again, like it was such an entertaining game and what a way to finish off the round as well. Um, the result delivered the Bulldogs their third win of the season under new coach Cameron Seraldo and under courageous circumstances after a heavy injury toll throughout the evening. So obviously, Raymond Faitala-Marina, he came off within the first two minutes of the game, failing a head injury assessment, HIA, uh, and he was ruled out for the rest of the game. Uh, you know, then the Cowboys full in fullback, Tom Chester, who I believe personally has to be the 14. He's been quite decent over the past few weeks, Tom Chester, and I really do think he deserves to have that 14 jersey. Uh, over Jake Granville, I know, obviously comes in and plays that sort of roaming role and a bit of a nine role as well. But, you know, I think that you're going to get more out of Tom Chester, to be honest. He's just a footballer, can play anywhere in the spine and the back line. Uh, really solid games over the past few weeks, filling in for Scott Drinkwater as well. As I said, three tries in three games. He scored a try in this one as well, and I think that he definitely deserves to have that 14 jersey over the next few weeks. Super impressive stuff there from Chester. I thought as well in a losing side, I thought Reese Robson did a really good job at nine. Uh, he got a stack of fantasy points for those who have him in NRL fantasy. But not only that, uh, he's made 53 tackles in this game as well with barely any missed. He was super solid in defense. Uh, and in attack, when you know the Cowboys were on the front foot, it was off the back of some of his efforts there as well. Out of dummy half, he really has a beautiful service. And, you know, you've got the two, in terms of service, better hookers in the competition, as I said in the preview, in Reid Marnie and Reese Robson. Uh, it was a really good game from them, a really solid game from them uh, in this one. They both had the most tackles in their respective teams. Reed Marnie, 48. Reese Robson, 53. So in this one, obviously, Tommy Didden, he opens the scoring um, after, you know, a, the Cowboys had a really solid sort of start. It was a really tough start as well. In the first six minutes of the game, Tom Deedon scores and Valentine Holmes kicks the conversion to make it 6-all. There was a fair few penalties to start, obviously. Uh, Jaden Ockenbaugh, he got sent to the sin bin um, in the 13th sort of minute, 13th, 14th minute. He got sent to the sin bin in this game. Uh, obviously, was put on report for a dangerous tackle and then sent to the bin. Just before that as well, Val Holmes, he kicked a penalty goal. Sorry, cannot speak today uh, to make it 8-0. Then Preston scores a try just after an error from Peter Hiku. Um, and then we've got Jacob Preston who scores. Matt Burton makes it 6-8. 
You know, there was a lot of tough footy played in between the next try, which didn't come until the second half. Tom Chester, he scores a try to make it 12-6, then 14-6 after Valentine Holmes kicks the goal. Uh, Jacob Preston then scores again and makes it 10-14 in the 67th minute. Uh, It was an awesome try there from Preston and... Then, obviously, very, very late, um, Joshua Carr, he scores a try, uh, makes it 14-14. Matt Burton misses the conversion to win. You go to Golden Point. Um, and then, obviously, Burton, he kicks a really beautiful sideline field goal. It was amazing. It was off his right foot as well, I believe. Um, you know, off the opposite foot that what he usually uses. He's a left foot kicker. Kicks it off the right boot uh, and makes it go in a very strange direction. Obviously, he was very close to the sideline uh, when he kicked it, and he got it, and it was amazing. It was such an awesome field goal, an awesome way to win the game. Uh, a super tough game in terms of defense, in terms of attack as well. Uh, it was a super awesome game to watch, and obviously Matt Burton uh, ices the cake there with a beautiful field goal from very close to the sideline to make it 15-14. A really solid game there um, from the Bulldogs. I thought Matt Burton himself played quite well. Uh, other than the conversions, I thought that his kicking game was solid. A lot of bombs being put up, not just by Matt Burton, but also by Chad Townsend as well. Uh, Chad Townsend was sort of trying to mock the um, the kicking style of Matt Burton. He put up a few bombs himself. But yeah, look, if there's anyone that you really need to call out for standing out in this game, it was Jacob Preston. Over the past few weeks, he's been sensational, and he really had a blinder in this one as well. Uh, 82 fantasy points, uh, but not only that, we don't even talk, need to talk about NRL fantasy because he scored two tries, uh, and he ran for a stack of meters as well, and really had a solid game in defense as well. Jacob Karaz as well, 239 meters in this game and two line breaks. Solid game from his end. It was a solid game from the Bulldogs and from the Cowboys, but obviously... Uh, the Bulldogs grabbing that one by one point. Uh, very, very lucky we didn't go to another draw in this one. And obviously, uh, the Cowboys only just lose to the Bulldogs um, at a course stadium. It was a really, really solid game and an awesome way to end the week. Those two games, very awesome ways to end the round of football in round five. One.